Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And I'm amped up. You are? Yes. I, well, I'm drinking a passion fruit LaCroix right now. Yeah. But before I came here, I had a purple Red Bull. That is insane. Sometimes, well, I actually got up early today and I went to the gym. And sometimes when you're riding that like exercise high, you just want to keep it going. No. No? I mean, I have never wanted to exercise and then have a fucking Red Bull after. Really? I have to like restrain myself every morning after the gym to not buy one of their energy drinks. Why? Because I just like, I want to keep the high going and just like be like amped up all day. I want to keep like the feeling of being healthy going. And to me, Red Bull is like poison. Yes, it is poison. And- to be clear, I didn't even buy, like, because the energy drinks they have at the gym are, no, they have bad ones. They have, like, Bang and... Yeah, um, which I've never heard of. And then of. they have, like, a healthier Yerba Mate style one, which I sometimes get. Yerba but... Mate is supposed to be very bad for you. Really? It causes cancer. Fuck. I think. Look, don't sue me, big Yerba Mate. It's just something I read on the internet. I, I don't know if it's true. I haven't heard about it on Goop, so I have no idea. I don't know where I read that. But I and I maybe I'm wrong, but I've, I've heard I think it's bad for you. Uh, probably anything that tastes okay. good and makes you feel good is bad for you. Um, Sorry, I just apologize to my dogs. I hit him in the face. He doesn't mind. He doesn't. He likes, he doesn't he's care. like into BDSM. That dog. Yeah, he's BBSM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, and so I went to I dropped by Seven Eleven on my way home from the gym and got a purple Red Bull. What makes it purple? I mean, not like the dye, like the flavor. I think it's supposed to be in the grape family, but it doesn't taste it doesn't taste like your typical sort of conquered grape flavoring okay it just tastes like a sweet i don't know more sweet than regular red bull mm, same and this one has it's sugar-free so it's like you know the 15 calorie joint but what is it i mean but regular red bull is sweet yeah this one has less of that sort of metallic aftertaste a little bit i just i like to 
I, I'm a sucker for any sort of consumerism. So I just, if I see something at the store that I've never seen before, I will buy it and be like, oh, what's this? You need to go to buymeonce.com. Oh my God. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yes. Um. Yes, we will. And uh, that's great. I am not like you. I'm very hungover. Last night was Valentine's Day. I went to Musso and Frank and got a fucking martini. Interesting you're hungover because I also had one martini at dinner last night. Well, before I did that, I had a, I had a can of Pinot Grigio <laughs> and then I had the martini and then I had a Chardonnay. So, yeah. Um, Musso and Frank's is like an old school steakhouse in Hollywood. It's, it's very like good. my favorite restaurant in L.A. I didn't get a steak last night because I have been there recently and had a steak and I always have a steak and I read on the internet that they have this exciting fettuccine alfredo that was brought back from Italy by Douglas Fairbanks and uh, Mary Pickford on their honeymoon that that would sell me like any silent movie star that uh like endorses a it's dish like I would get they came back with the recipe from like Mr. Alfredo himself and they begged Mr. Musso and Frank or whatever to the chef at Musso and Frank to make it for him but he refused and then finally he said yes and then this was a secret off menu item for years and now you can enjoy it on the menu and how does it differ from your typical sort of olive garden fettuccine Um, it's not like swimming in cream sauce it's I mean it's it's a white sauce but it's um it's uh Gar- more garlicky and more it tasted like there was more like olive oil in it maybe it okay. wasn't as um it wasn't like that super thick like alfredo sauce it was like much like it was lighter and more flavorful sauce yeah you could be a mary pickford and eat it for dinner and still fit into your costumes on the next, next day yeah. yeah and um it also i think they made the pasta there too was, really? the pasta was really good yeah Interesting. It was great. I have to go back there. I love that place. Me I've only too. ever been at the bar and I've only really gotten drinks and french fries. I've never even gotten like a meal there. Oh, you gotta go. Yeah. Uh, we went, this is for Valentine's Day. Yeah. If you don't know, Valentine's Day was last night. Yeah. Uh, we went to Cantor's. We both went to like cool old school LA places. Um, I feel like that's the best thing to do on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Cantor's is like an old Jewish deli. Um, I had a corned beef Reuben. And a martini. That sounds really good. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, But I don't want to talk about that that much. I want to talk about the parsnip goop soup that I made. Yeah, you brought it over the other day. You wouldn't try it. I didn't feel like it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, It's good. So I thought I was getting the ingredients for the parsnip soup that is in the clean plate cookbook. Yeah. But it turns out, because I I didn't have the book in front of me when I was at the grocery store, so I just like Googled goop parsnip soup, and I got a recipe, which I thought that it was. No, it's But there's multiple parsnip soups on goop. So I ended up doing the one from the Busy Girls Detox. Oh, Brian. I know. The shame. It really was. I mean, so it it does make you roast the parsnips beforehand. So I did that the night before. Uh, If you... If you don't already have roasted parsnips, I don't really see how this is a busy girl recipe because it will take like a while to roast. Well, the I guess roasting parsnips takes a while, but it's a pretty like low. Key, yeah, it's low maintenance. Low maintenance. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, you just do the roasted parsnips. Um, you were supposed to roast the leeks with the parsnips. I clearly did not read this recipe right. So okay. I just like sauteed the leeks with some um, garlic and olive oil, and then you put the parsnips in, and you add. Uh, I added a mix of chicken broth and vegetable broth because I had a little bit of both. Okay. Um, and then yeah, you simmer it for a little bit, and then you just puree the whole thing. Mm. Uh, it was good. I. Really, I'm curious. To, it, was, well, it was like a little overly sweet because I think I would try it with either roasting the parsnips less last time or not roasting them at all. Mm. Because like you, ro- you roast it and you caramelize the vegetables and then it, it becomes like very sweet. Hmm. Um, and the clean plate recipe, interestingly enough, this is why I didn't make it. It also has broccoli in it, which I did not have on hand, which seems odd to me. But I'm curious. You just put broccoli in and puree it with everything else? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Um... But yeah, it was good. I still have more. I'm gonna have more for lunch today. Um, maybe with some Ezekiel bread. Oh, your favorite bread. I love Ezekiel bread. God, yeah. it's so good. Oh my god. I had I saw my aunt this week and we went and we had this bread from Tartine. Oh yeah, because Tartine opened in LA. Yeah, she went and she got a huge loaf of bread and we had it like for dessert. Fuck. I'm gonna go so good. So Tartine is like the fanciest, coolest bakery in San Francisco that's been around in the mission district for like at least a decade. And they're opening up they opened up like a big bakery, I think downtown. Yeah. And now they're they're also gonna open up like little retail spaces all over LA. Oh really? Yeah, so there's gonna be one in Silver Lake. Um Oh good. So yeah, if you're on the West Coast, go to Tartine. It's really good bread. Better than Ezekiel even probably. It was really fucking good. Shit, yeah. I'm going to go tomorrow. Yeah. Some. Downtown? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was good. Um, what else is new? Um, Goop's been pretty quiet this week. Gwyneth hasn't really... Yeah, they had a good week. They had yeah. a good week. No they news is good news. No news is good news for Goop. There was no drama that I was aware of. Uh, yeah, they're just working on their Netflix show, not working on their magazine. Yeah. Uh, um, not working on the newsletters. They're back to two now, which I'm Which I'm happy for. about. Yeah. I was... Yeah, I was like... Where are they? I was like, did I even get a Goop newsletter? Yeah, it was like really a breath of fresh air to open the website and only have like two days of articles. It was very, very refreshing. And I also thought the quality was higher. I think so too. Yeah. They had less filler. I think they shouldn't, they don't need to spread themselves so thin. They don't need to do three. Yeah. Like they don't like to work hard. We don't like to read a lot. So it's a win-win for everybody. Two is great, guys. Keep it at two. Um, So yeah, please keep that going. Oh, also, personal news. Oh, please. I went to the doctor again and got more blood taken. My cholesterol is lower. Congratulations. Yeah. So now you're going to go full. I, well, I, that's like yeah. the danger. I immediately had a corned beef Reuben after I got the news. To celebrate. But it was Valentine's Day. So and I'm going to... It's gonna, the most romantic of, I know. of sandwiches. Uh, and my husband, he's such a goy. He... We went to this Jewish deli. He ordered a cheeseburger, which is cute. It's fine. Um, yeah. Brian had a chicken pot pie, but it was like their special. It was like their Thursday special. Good, yeah. It was pretty good. It was like just kind of, I don't know. I thought it was okay. John's cheeseburger looked good too. And I, I never had a cheeseburger try. from there. It looked good. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm back in a normal range cholesterol wise. My triglycerides are lower too. I think that's because I'm drinking less. That's what my doctor said at least. Good. Um. And I really am done with this oatmeal every day now because like the last few months I haven't been doing the oatmeal and I'm back to um, full fat Greek yogurt and my cholesterol is lower even though I'm eating full fat Greek yogurt like four times a week. Wow. So. Well, that's what they say. That That is what 
that is what not my doctor says. I did not tell him I was back to full fat Greek yogurt because he has a little like diagram on his office that says you're supposed to have less than 10% of your calories from fat. Oh, which I mean, we all know that Goop does not believe that. And I, I love well, my Goop doctor. doesn't really believe anything. No, they believe nothing. Um, but yeah, he definitely went to medical school in the 90s. Let's say that. But doctors, they have to go and like to conferences and stuff to like keep their like license up to date. They have I, to like keep working. Yeah, I would They think don't get so. to just be like, well, that's it. But he still has never mentioned the harmfulness of lectins. So yeah, he's obviously a quack. Yeah. Um... Shall we get into the old newsletters? Sure. Why not? What was your best of the week? My best of the week. Look, I actually liked a lot of stuff on here. And a good I, one. For the best of the week, I kind of just chose the thing that I read the first first that I thought was interesting, which was the thing about um, screen time not necessarily being bad for kids. Okay. This was my craziest. Okay. I mean, was it crazy? Yeah, when he's like, look, you think that your kids, um, you know, are being so bad because they're doing screen time. What do you think they're not going into nature because they have their phones? Just tell them to do an Instagram post. I'm not going to say it wasn't nuts, but I also sort of thought that his his idea that everybody is doing this and why are we making a huge deal and like beating ourselves up about it when this is just the way we live now was sort of a healthy mindset. Yeah, it was sort of like you know, I will, the serenity prayer. I'm like, not, what is it? I'm not going to change the things that I can't change. Give me the, <laughs> Give me the strength yeah. to change the things I can. God, it's the beginning of that. Something about album. I can't. And then the wisdom to know the, the wisdom difference. to know the difference. We are obviously not Catholic, but that's we're alcoholics. Uh, <laughs> well, at least we're not working on that's it. True. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this guy is Jordan. Oh, he's not Catholic either. His name is Jordan Shapiro. PhD, um, PhD please. an assistant professor at Temple University and a leader in child development and technology. And he's basically, yeah, just like, well, your kids are going to use their phone anyway. Like adults have to use all this technology for work. So we're all screwed. So just let them Instagram on a mountain. Yeah. Take them to a mountaintop and then have them Instagram there. And then also that like uh, your kid's cell phone is like their new blankie. And so it's like cruel to take it away. From yeah. Them. <laughs> um, yeah. He had, I mean, like, I don't 100% disagree with him. I think that. And especially if you're, I mean, we don't have kids, but like if you're 12, like there's a difference between a little teenage brain and like if you're an adult, I think you sort of have to, you learn to like try to at least balance screen time, screen time to not screen time. Yes, you do. And like, I think that that's, not, it's like, he's like, look, how many screens are open to your, in your house all the time when you like think you're relaxing or whatever. And that's true. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he says, uh, when you're relaxing at home, how many screens are open? Or imagine if we were to say offices only allowed two hours of screen time a day. Which is so stupid. That's dumb because like you, they, your doctor also says, oh, you should have like no more than two drinks a day. But that doesn't mean that you should let your kids have two drinks a day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, also your kids aren't doing anything. They're not kids working. Kids are like yeah. fucking playing video games like idiots. And that's the that's the whole problem. It's like, I think that they just have too much idle time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think kids have too much. Like kids are so over um, extended, I feel like, with all their after school activities yeah. and stuff. So maybe I'm making the argument for him, but just like let your kids like zone out when they have a chance. And then also the thing about like 
how you have to sit with them while they play the video games. Oh, that was like, crazy. Why is this cool? Is it hard, better than the other game? Which is like, kids do not want to have that fucking conversation with their parents when they're playing video games. Yeah, like, hey, cool best friend. Like, oh, you're playing Fortnite? Like, what is your avatar? Like, who are you talking? Like, no, yeah, no one wants to hear that from no, parents. No, but they, kids do have this horrible thing where they want you to watch them play video games. I, and also ex-boyfriends have that same oh, thing which is like nobody wants to watch you play a fucking video game and i think actually the sooner they learn that if you're doing this you're doing it on your own time and i don't give a shit about it and like i'm not gonna watch you're not doing anything special i think that's a good thing to learn yeah like it's it should be a normal part of life and slightly shameful like masturbation yeah it's like, like video like, games it's, it satisfies sort of the same urge i think I think it might. I don't know. Uh, but that's like, you don't want your parents to be like, hey, what type of porn are you watching? Yeah, what are like, you, how are you, what are you into? Yeah. Um, but it's like, you don't want your kid to be like obsessively watching TV or obsessively playing video games. Like those things are not good for you because they, you don't, they don't challenge you in the right way. Like that's it. It's not a big deal. It's, it's, I think everybody's right. I think everybody's doing okay. With yeah. Story. There's like a balance. And I, I mean, I'm like a TV and movie addict. Like I watch way too much TV and watch too many movies and you're, you're right. You're not really like contributing anything, but it, to me, it, there is a difference between like a narrative, like, I don't know, watching a real s story with real characters play out and like playing a video game. But maybe I'm just, no, yeah, maybe there is no difference. I mean, I think that there are video game people who would make this I'm argument sure, yeah. that it's art and it's this and it's that. Um, I also think that the things kids consume for, in terms of like TV and movies is a huge problem because they don't want to watch a movie or something like they never, if like, if I can get the kid I need to watch a movie, I'm like, this is an accomplishment. That's so scary. They, that kids don't watch movies. They want to watch, YouTube videos, like 30 second YouTube videos of some idiot screaming or of someone playing a video game that they like or of like just like every superhero in the world, like make farting and punching each other or some shit like that's supposed to be funny. Like it's the worst shit in the world. See, this is why I don't want to have kids because if I had kids and they like were not obsessed with the Criterion collection, I would like scream at them. Yeah. And they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be. Yeah. Oh man, that's depressing. Um, oh yeah, and the other thing, I yeah the 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 anecdote he did about bringing his kid on top of the mountain was so funny to and me. And being like, wouldn't that make a great Instagram post? Because like he also says, once I brought my son up to the mountains on vacation, and I was really disappointed that he stayed on his device. But the idea that he would suddenly act like a grown up who's like, oh, let me meditate on nature. It was totally unrealistic. But I think that's a good point. That's true. But then it says, it goes on to say, he had barely ever left home before, let alone seen a mountain. Yeah, so, like, what do is you that? keep him inside? I think he meant like gone on vacation. Okay. I don't think he meant like out of the house. Yeah. It was, but like. The wording was strange. I mean, it's one thing to like not take your kids on vacations all the time. Like not everyone has the luxury to do that, but he hasn't. I mean, barely left home. That's that's a, it's a scary. Yeah. It's scary. A scary know. thing to say about your child. Um, I think what he meant was like left his hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, huh. So 
I mean, and that makes your parenting job easier. If your kids are addicted to screens, then you just can let them do it and like don't talk to them. I think that's the problem because parents are like, it's so, you have like a built-in babysitter. You just be like, here yeah, you go it's on easy. your phone or play, whatever. Like when we were on vacation with my nephew, he, and he's like very well behaved. And my sister is very, like very strict about not very much screen time because yeah. he's also two years old. Yeah. So it's very young. But a couple of times when we were all out to like lunch or dinner and it's like a busy restaurant and he's mostly well-behaved, but occasionally he'll, you know, start throwing a tantrum or whatever, but that's the last resort, but it works like just to they just, shove they a phone up. in his face and yeah, he'll do, yeah, he'll just be transfixed. Yeah. No matter like how badly he was behaving before. So I get mm. it. Um, my best was the article called the consumer advocate helping us buy fewer and smarter things. Okay. Absolutely love this article yes. too. And I, that was my thing I would try. Okay. Yeah. So this lady, so she's like a cooler Marie Kondo, I guess. She's the Ralph Nader of our time. Yeah, that, well, <laughs> the new Ralph Nader. Yeah. So, um, oh, so this was in the, uh, that like, I guess it's a recurring goop segment about consumerism by, um, it's Elise Lunin's, straw documentary friend yeah and, and andrea aria devoe right but which the, we have opinions about yeah but. like i don't love her like this straw documentary i don't think it has distribution i haven't i haven't seen it making the rounds i've only heard about it on goop yeah. and i've never seen it, it on goop i've just i've yeah. never so much as seen a, like a promotional still or like a poster for it Yeah, why don't they at least give a link i don't think it even exists it's probably just like yeah, she probably like did a, a five minute like pilot presentation for it and hasn't actually shot it. I'm sure knows? it's like someone's got the Vimeo password. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this art, this she was actually uh, interviewing this lady named Tara Button, who, as Aggie said, is the Ralph Nader of our generation. Yeah. Which means um, every Consumer annoying advocate. college kid is going to vote for her for president in 2020. And I we're will. All fucked. Yep. I yeah. I will. I mean, I'm not gonna. Well, guys, if you don't know this. The first person I ever voted for president was Ralph Nader. I do know that about you. I was 18. It was 2000. It was a different time. Whatever. I don't have to. You don't have myself. to defend yourself. Well, I mean, I didn't <laughs> live in Florida. Until you get to the pearly I was gates. in a blue state. I was in a blue state. I was in New York. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I mean, it matters. You I mean, it matters. Yeah. Yeah. So this lady had like a life changing moment when she received a Lou Crusade pot for which that shit will change anybody's I know, life it's true so she was like oh this is like a really good well-made pot like i'm gonna have this forever why are why are other things that i buy so shitty and like break all the time right and i mean other people have said this too but there's this thing called planned obsolescence where i think companies like like apple is the worst uh apple is like the most egregious yeah. but they're all like that i think including i don't know maybe never mind what are you going to say? Like, I've heard about, like, batteries. Oh, I'm sure. Wait, what do you think big battery is coming after well, us? Well, I think that, that there, I think the battery thing might lead into some weird conspiracy theories about, like, energy. I'm not totally okay, sure. Well, I don't want to go there. Yeah. I'm just saying I've heard about it. It's just, it's obviously true, and it's true about, like, every single thing in the world. Cars. Oh. That's also a conspiracy theory. Oh, God. I'm, if but my car breaks down, I'm fucked. I'm going to be homeless. Uh, so I hope that that doesn't happen. Wait, what? Because I can't afford to buy another car. Okay. Oh, I guess I could just walk or take the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I won't be homeless. But um, so this lady, she created a website, buymeonce.com, where buyers can find the most sustainable products in one place. 
Um, so you can like check to see, you know, what type of thing you're in the market for. And then they'll tell you like which company actually makes one that will last long time. It'll be like sustainable. And I think they're ethically made and it's like they're more expensive, but you can have them forever. It's really cool. Yeah. And then she wrote a book called A Life Less Throwaway. Uh, and and she's starting a petition about ending planned obsolescence, which, which I will amazing. gladly sign. Me too. And like wants um, a consumer advocacy sort of stamp on every product basically saying like how long something is supposed to last or if it's a washing machine, like how many washes is it, you know, 5,000 washes, 15,000 washes. Um, and I think, I mean, that seems like a great idea. If I'm in the, like if I'm buying, you know, a, a USB plug or, or a pot or anything like to, to be able to check not only the price, but like how long the manufacturers claim that this thing is going to last. Right. And that's, that, that's actually like important and like an important yeah. thing to consider when you're, buying stuff and i like her she doesn't talk about like throwing everything out like marie kondo she just talks about like more conscious buying and yeah. and and yeah buying things you know maybe spending a little bit more money uh up front which i get is like coming from a place of privilege because i like i would love to buy all the crusade pots but i right. can't afford like in real terms a lot of times you can't afford to actually buy the the best quality stuff and say with, with clothes that's another with everything thing. yeah right well i've been trying with clothes like i can't always afford to buy the best quality stuff but like you can do a little bit of research and just be like was this made in a sweatshop yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what i mean and it's it is more expensive but it's like i think it's not like you're i'm able to find stuff that's not that much more expensive yeah. yeah yeah if you do a little research i mean i do everyone should do what they can um and there's a hashtag hashtag make it last um and i think she's really yeah more than most of these people that they interview on goop i'm like oh this woman's actually doing something she's that's important yeah and she was actually like smart yeah. and well-spoken and like she wasn't just like a crazy person screaming no. about bullshit which is refreshing yeah um cool i'm excited I really want that seal of approval. Thing. I wish I could be on Amazon and like, you know, sort by how long things last. But they would. They would. They would never do it. Amazon's the worst. Yeah. That's another story. Um, all right. What was your worst? My worst. Oh no, was disastrous recti the new disease that I never <sighs> heard of for women. I, yeah, I'm not going to delve into this one. But So 70% of all women who've ever been pregnant get this fucked up thing where it's like you basically get fat and weak and there's you have to have surgery to fix it or just live like that. Well, it's mostly women that have had children, right? Like yeah. Your muscles. Your abdominal get fucked up or yeah. whatever. And apparently there's something called your TVA, which is your natural corset that I guess gets all I, it either gets fucked up or that's the thing you have to work out. Anyway, some woman in goop has a speculative but promising way of fixing it, which is basically like working out. It's just like doing special. sit-ups, right? I don't know. Uh, but it was terrible. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I just, I mean, I had never even heard of the disease. I didn't know. It, I mean, I've definitely like seen women like it's, it's, no, it's just it seems like a normal body. Like you're, you're, well, your skin like, is a little looser and. Um, it's like your body changes after yeah, you have kids course, yeah. and it just is part of what happens to you. I mean, there's no, um, there's no mom bod fetishization that there is with the dad bod. Like people, there should be though. If I was a straight guy, I would like want to pound some mom bod. 
well, you're not. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just like that's not what's like prioritized in women's bodies yeah. by people. And so it's the porn industry needs to change first and get little boys to want to um, have sex with women that have this issue. And then everyone will be fine with it. And then you don't have to do sit ups. I don't think it works like that. You don't think everything starts from. Well, it's like society. But like people are attracted to different things. So why like in a magazine, obviously a lot of women who are in magazines probably have this because everyone has kids and they airbrush it out. So you don't see it. Well, they it. get like surgery. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Too. Um, but there's, isn't there, I mean, again, I don't like traffic in like looking at straight porn, but isn't there like a big market for, you know, like mom stuff and like granny stuff? MILF and, yeah, is MILF, huge, yeah. but it's not like actually a mom it's like just that just means a woman who's like over 30 okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so it sucks yeah um so do you think that this article is like perpetuating unreasonable like no standards because... for body types or you think that it's doing actually a service that this i don't think it's doing either i mean i i think it may not work uh, um i don't know i think it's maybe like a cash grab but I definitely don't think that there's anything wrong with like women not wanting to have this like like it has to do with like core weakness and like other things going on too and I think it makes sense for you to want your body to like stay strong and how it was before you had kids and the fact that like I don't think women should be held accountable for like if women are trying to like reach these beauty norms that are put onto women, I don't think that they're the ones that need to be held accountable for it. Like, I don't think that the women are doing anything wrong for wanting to look a certain way or whatever. So, um, I don't think that she's doing anything bad. I just think the worst is that I had no, I I didn't know about this disease and it's like a new fucking thing. Another thing thing to worry about. Yeah. And it's not really a disease. It's like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a disease. I think they, I mean, I wouldn't say that she made it up completely. I'm sure doctors have like. Well, it says there's like other things to do. Like there's like, like there are like surgeries and stuff, which I think is just like a tummy tuck. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Um, Interesting. Abdominal separation. Nine, oh, it could be painful. up to 90%. Everything about giving birth sounds really painful yeah. and disgusting. Um, um, but it can also affect women who've never been pregnant and men. And some babies are even born with it. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Wait, how does it affect... Are you... Like, it's how like can ab- you get it if you don't give birth? It's abdominal separation. It's like your muscles. Like, some shit happens with your but muscles. What, yeah, what do you do to your muscles besides giving birth for it to happen? Well, it, apparently, it, you can even be born with it. It's not mm-hmm. even like... So you, you don't necessarily do anything. Mm-hmm. It's like... um, It's when your abdominal muscles aren't fully fused together. Oh, wow yeah so i mean you could get a hernia if you want to fix it try these speculative but you can also do like or get surgery or maybe it's not a big deal i don't know i think it's fine it's like stretch marks it's like come on i guess well i mean i think it's easier said by like some people maybe yeah (laughs) yeah oh well what are you gonna do i don't know uh my worst was the detox for heartache. That was sad. It was sad. So this woman, her name is Justine with two S's. Justine Kenzer. And why, she, why did she put two S's in there? Uh, yeah, who knows? 
I mean, I guess it's like better SEO. If you just like Google Justine with two S's, there's fewer that come up. But you got to know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So maybe it's worse. But she claims her friends gave her the nickname Psychic Girl. Like, hey, And that's Psychic. like also the name of her website. It's Which, like psychicgirl.com. That's the worst nickname. And then she like- It also, sounds like they're making fun of her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Psychic Girl's coming up. But she doesn't even really claim to be psychic. Um, or, and she does, what I do think is refreshing about her, she, she claims to like know- like education level or anything she just says uh well she says after years of spiritual study alternative healing research and personal exploration which Kenzer, what does that mean nothing kenzer put together a meditation to detox heartache a sort of guide on how to clear out stuck emotions toxic exes and dead relationships to make way for the new that's nice and so basically they route you to her website where it costs $25 to download a 15 minute medica- meditation, which, you know, that's her business. So like, that's fine that she's asking people to pay for it. I don't have It's $25, right? Yeah. $25 yeah. for 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, but then the interview is like, so, I mean, she just has nothing to say. It's like if Lindsay Lohan and like a fortune cookie had a baby together. And... That sounds like beautiful and delicious, <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, Someone, so the, the interviewer is like, why is it necessary to detox our emotional space? And her answer is, our life is the sum of everything we've been through. Which is weird. And then she's, they ask, what stops the heart from letting go even when the mind knows it's time? And she says, ultimately, the heart wants what it wants. Oh, wow. So it's like real deep. Um, and so it goes on like that. And she's just like, well, you're talking in circles. You're not saying anything. Which is like, they love that a goop. And I think you're just sort of praying. I mean, not praying because like everyone is entitled to make money, but you know, people, I'm sure if you had a bad breakup, you're just sort of like looking for anything to make you feel better. Yeah. And then it's easy to like spend $25. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, 25 bucks is worth it. I'm just going to download this on my phone and whatever. Maybe maybe it'll make you feel better. Maybe. Who knows? We never know. Because usually on these things, they'll like at least give you like a taste of what the the meditation is or give you a few mantras. Well, there wouldn't be enough because it's like, if it's only 15 minutes, it's like she can't really afford to give away free samples yeah. of it. So this one is completely behind the paywall, guys. It's completely. Bu- you just have to take her word for it. Which, I mean, anyone named Psychic Girl, like, Watch sign out. me up. Yeah. Um, I really wish I knew which friends, like, who are, who are these people that gave her this name, Psychic Girl? And was it? No one gave her that was name. Was it, like, making fun of her or not? Or does is it even true? Probably not. I mean, anyone who's like, um, the heart wants what it wants is like, I'm going to call myself psychic girl. Then they'll know what my business is. And then her bio is just, Justine Kenzer is a psychic healer with three decades of experience. Her mission is to find a way to help others heal matters of the heart. That's the entire bio. Okay. And three decades of experience. I don't think she's that old. I think she just means like three decades of experience of life. Yeah. I think that's what that means too. Because other, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, so we all have Otherwise three Otherwise she would be like, like in her 50s, <laughs> yeah. right? But I don't think she is. Yeah. Wow. Bold. What? That is a bold, bold yeah. move. Uh, What was your craziest? I mean, my saddest, of course, saddest. as always, were the seven sexy essentials for a winter oh, weekend. God. Did you look at it? I Briefly. I opened it because I was like, Oh, cool. This is going to be like lingerie and maybe like um, a fun sweater. You know, this is what I'm looking for. If you tell me that it's a sexy weekend getaway, I'm like, 
what's going to be in there like some socks like yeah, I socks, really like food <laughs> yeah like I wasn't I didn't realize what I was getting into and then like first they give you the detox um the martini detox bath soak which I'm like okay whatever and then right away next next in line is just a f- vibrator and I'm like Oh, right, Goop. I forgot that you're all horny all the time. And then there's their disgusting $20 sex gel. Don't know what that is. The massage oil that I actually kind of want, to be honest. The Goop, the black pepper and rose hip energy body oil, which, like, I don't understand what that's doing on there. I thought it was like slick you up. I thought that was just part of a regular day. I mean, there's many uses for body oil. And then, of course, the ultimate thing that I absolutely made me deeply depressed were the chic condoms oh yeah those chic what, they're like sheepskin or something they're latex condoms oh, latex. Oh, they're 12 dollars for a 10 pack i don't know how much condoms cost 12 dollars for a 10 pack that's i think that's cheap is I, it like i think it's clear that neither of us have bought condoms <laughs> in years. been a while yeah but i don't know is that normal that seems cheaper than normal 10 it's, for 12 dollars. how many come in a normal like pack more than 10 it depends on if you buy them at, well i this was i was living in new york and buying them at bodegas yeah i mean that's where most people i think yeah, get them okay. or like at 7-eleven or something yeah. i mean i don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> let us know everybody yeah. how much Condom are condoms users. we're out of the market we're yeah uh um okay 12, yeah well and also yeah. i thought this whole thing was funny because i think clearly like originally it was meant to be like a valentine's day guide and then they realized if we put it out the week of valentine's day obviously this stuff like because of our six to eight week shipping no one's gonna no get one's it no one's gonna get it for valentine's day so we're just like oh okay sexy winter weekend yeah because it's like you will get this like in the middle of summer <laughs> yeah. it won't even be winter by the yeah. time you get this um, um, to be like oh i need a condom i'm gonna go to goop. i know it's like and then like <laughs> maybe six to eight weeks later the, i'll want to have sex the goop babies are born because like they couldn't get their condoms <laughs> yes. for six weeks so there's all these goop babies born yeah that would be beautiful it's <laughs> <laughs> just so funny to think that you would buy condoms like and goop. goop or like online to, to like well i guess you know we all know who we are but you either get them last minute or you have a stash of them ready to go. Yeah, you've got them ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I bet, like, I want to know the, like, weird type of straight guy who thinks it would be sexy if, like, a girl's coming over and she's like, oh, you know, do you have a condom? And he pulls out like, the goop ones. Yeah, and he's like, oh, these are, I would be like, they're not real. I would think it was, like, a trick. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i would think it was like i don't know like it looks like you're putting out a condom but you're not really yeah i would yeah. think like oh you're making fun of all women by you're mocking s- us mocking <laughs> us by saying that you have a goop <laughs> it also seems like you condom. would have to like i don't know like it would be so hard to get them and it would take so long like you could use like you couldn't use very many of them <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anyone has used these goop condoms, please please let us know. tell us about it because I'm interested. Uh, yeah, and maybe I'm not gonna say. Okay, <laughs> I really want to know what it was. I'll tell you offline. Okay, I can't wait to hear. Uh, all right. Oh, I already said my craziest was the screen time thing. Oh yeah, my best. Um, what would you try? My try was the buymeonce.com with Tara Button. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The root, the new Ralph Nader. How about you? <laughs> Mine was, I mean, this was 
the literally the first thing I clicked on. So yeah. I think it just struck a nerve. That happens. But they had that. Um, oh, they had that article of like just vacations to go on. Okay. Um, in the winter, and the first one was to Cabo San Lucas. Nice. And I think I've just come to the age where I only like vacations where you don't do anything. I, you've always been like that. Maybe. But I, I used to like to travel and like do, you know, a Europe and like do a train and like go to different cities. <laughs> do a Europe, do a train. Yeah. And I mean, I love like going to Paris over New Year's was to- totally beautiful. But like next time I go away, I just want to like sit by a pool and have a drink. Yeah. But and you have been saying this for truly as long as I've yeah, known no. you. So maybe I've always felt this way. But um, and I love Hawaii, but Hawaii is like, you know, five or six hour flight and it's pretty expensive. So and I. I went to Cabo, I think, a couple times, maybe as like a teenager, but I haven't been in years. And it's a two-hour flight from LA. It looks pretty. I mean, obviously it's touristy, but like I said, I don't care. I think there's probably a, like a Margaritaville, and it was in Goop though. So yeah. Maybe there's well, like... I think it's gone high end now. So yeah. I think when when my parents took me to Cabo a couple times as a kid, like I think it was pretty not like. It wasn't like ever like bad or whatever, but it was just sort of a, you know, kind regular... of a sandals vibe. Yeah, exactly. And so now they have, I guess this hotel that they're advertising is the Montage Los Cabos. Um, and it's like super high end. They have some picture of a weird deconstructed salad, which I guess you could get there. But I just want like a margarita and thousands of fish tacos. And that's Yummy. what I want on a vacation. Yeah, I want to go on this vacation. Yeah. Me and my best friend have been talking about going on a vacation together. That would be fun. Maybe we can go to Cabo, Cabo. or yeah. Sag Harbor. Oh, that's the other next side on of the, the list. Is that the weird Hamptons? That no, Sag Harbor is like the richest one, richest Hampton. I think. Oh, it's, the ultimate. Hampton. I think. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That was the other trip. But. And San Francisco, which I would never want to go there on a trip. I mean, I mean, I guess I go there all the time because my family lives there. Yeah. It seems, I mean, I love San Francisco, but yeah, I'm not going like, to go on vacation no. there. Uh, Sag Harbor. Yeah. I mean, the Hamptons are cool, but I think it's like, I mean, we've talked about this before, but the weather is so inclement there. So whenever it's like the summer and the weather's nice, it's just so crowded with people. And then like on the, you know, the off season, you, it's so cold. So I don't know. I like a place where you can go in the off season and still have a good time, I guess. What is the point of going somewhere that's cold in the winter? To ski. Oh, to ski. But you can't ski in the Hamptons. I don't know what the point of going to the Hamptons in the winter I is. don't know the point of going to San Francisco is either. Well, San Francisco is sort of the same all year round. I mean, it's like a, it's a city, so you sightsee. It's, but it's also going to be like cold and rainy. I guess, but it's sort of cold and rainy there every, all I the know. time. I don't think the winter's that different than the summer in San Francisco. Well, we all know the coldest winter Mark Twain ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Oh, right. Famous quote. That is a famous quote. Mm-hmm. Also, Gertrude Stein said about Oakland, there's no there there. That's where that came from. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Oakland. Well, not Gertrude. Not Gertrude, but she... You know, missed the like hipster revolution of Oakland. Yeah. Okay. It's her fault. Uh, all right. What would you buy? So my buy is not exactly from Goop. And I I don't know. I was sort of like not 100% sure. But I want to do like a major beauty 
make a like I want to like get rid of all my stuff and buy all new stuff. Wow. Like, like products? I'm, like yeah. Not like makeup and stuff. I'm just talking about like face wash and everything. I've been using Cetaphil basically my entire life, which I always thought was like kind of cool cuz it's like the best. Like it's just like from the drugstore and it's Yeah, like, I've used Cetaphil my entire adult life. I'm never going to change. I think now it's starting to dry my skin out. I'm not sure if I like it anymore. I kind of want to start buying like an expensive fancy one from Sephora. Um, I think I'm sick of the fucking Tata Harper thing. I mean, it's good, but I'm getting low on it. And I know I'm not going back to Tata. And I think that I'm done with like face lotions that are in a pot. I think I'm okay. going to go to ones that you squirt out because you can get bacteria in there and it's not like i think it's not as good for you or to have a better way to apply it yeah like my nighttime cream is in a pot and i always think oh my fingers yeah but my i right now i'm not in a goop phase of products i just use like a neutrogena in the morning yeah um with like 15 spf and that one's in a, a squirt which is good. That's the other one. I want to go. I right now I'm using a tinted La Roche Posay. I think I've told you this before. And I want to switch to Super Goop. Oh, yeah. I don't like that it's tinted. It's like, it's okay. I like it because it makes me feel like I'm wearing a little bit of makeup or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, is this going to look weird or like show up on my skin first thing like i don't know if i want this it's probably pretty subtle like i started you that that like gold sparkly oil i yeah. bought in france i think i mean i'm not wearing it today but i do wear it sometimes and i feel like it gives me just a little color but it doesn't look crazy yeah i just i mean i'm not worried about i just i don't know if i want to have ever have tinted first yeah. thing in the morning no totally um well we'll be curious to hear the updates on and your it's another one that i feel like goes on thick i get crazy about this sometimes i just get obsessed with like feeling things on my skin yeah and my skin is like a sponge i think i can put spackle on it it'll just soak right in oh my god and also last night i fell asleep in my makeup which is really dangerous after 34 wow yeah yeah you had a night i sure did um so my buy was asked Jean. So similar to you with Cetaphil, I've been using head and shoulder shampoo forever. Oh. Because like it really does, like if you have dandruff, like it really does work mm. more than, I've tried the like tea tree oil and all this garbage mm-hmm. and head and shoulders works the best, but it's, I'm sure like the most toxic shit you could possibly put on your hair. I don't know. I mean like definitely the shampoo that I use is pure poison, I'm sure, but yeah. I, I, I only use like purple shampoos now that I dyed my hair blonde. Yeah. So this is asked Jean. Oh, so this is basically the question that was asked to Jean. Um, Dear Jean, I want my hair to be soft, shiny, and healthy the way it looked when I used my conventional shampoo and conditioner Mm -hmm. before I understood how toxic they were. Oh, no. I also want to love how my hair products smell. Again, the way I used to. And this is probably too much to ask how they look. I want it all for my hair. Is that possible with clean beauty? And that's by Amy O, who clearly doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Mm-hmm. So then Jean says, oh, blah, blah, clean beauty. You can do it all. And she recommends, uh, it's called the Garden of Earthly Delights Botanical Conditioner and Shampoo. Um, they both, I guess, are scented with cedar, sandalwood, and bergamot. So that sounds pretty unisex. Um, and the, I bet, I mean, it's, you know, Jean's recommending it. So it's going to be great. The thing is, they are 
$52 each. How much do you get in there? Uh, it says 16.9 fluid ounces. So that's like, I mean, I guess it depends on how much you wash your hair. I, f- I mean, well, I have you short- don't have a lot of hair. That's true. But s- to spend a hundred over a hundred dollars on shampoo and conditioner, because we, I mean, man, that's that's a step up that I cannot make right now. But maybe in the future. See, I just don't think I would trust it. Like, I don't know. I a natural hair pro natural shampoo and conditioner sounds. Yeah, and it doesn't. Amy O didn't ask about dandruff, so I feel like that is my top concern. And yeah, in my experience, any sort of natural product that I would use does not solve that problem. My top concern is like treating colored hair, um, and like make my hair would not be frizzy, and that my hair would not be super tangly, and that my hair would be like soft afterwards Mm. and i just don't feel like i would get those like i put very i put a lot of like really intense conditioner in my hair all the time because my hair is so fucked up yeah i would just be terrified to try this interesting um if any of you use natural hair products and have an issue either with softness tangledness color or dandruff let us know please we'd be curious to try it yeah um other than that, I think that does it for this week. I think we covered everything. Um, Sorry I was so hungover. Oh, it's okay. And post-Valentine's Day, sexy morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, really after, sexy after right those, now. After those goop condoms and purple vibrator. Yeah, it was the goop condoms that did it. Um, So it is the middle of February. We're going to start working on our newsletters for yeah. our Patreon subscribers. Um. Yeah, we'll figure out this week where our goop field trip's going to be. Um, and I'm going to do uh, a real recipe from the clean plate and put a little podcast on about that. I want to do too. one too. You should come over and we'll cook together. Okay. Or do I'll your come own. Over. Or do your own. Okay. I just know he won't let, he doesn't trust me with it. No, no. It's okay. You, I mean, you're. I offered you that parsnip soup yesterday. I'll come over and we'll All do right. it together. Um, Follow us on uh instagram uh itunes twitter we don't really use nothing else we really use but um yeah rate and review us five stars five stars on itunes please and we will see you next week Bye. bye How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.